God damn it. I can't. Fuck, what are man. you doing over there? When, when are they going to add a vault to this game? I'm serious. Dude, like, dude don't you know how to do a jump crouch? You uh, jump and then you crouch midair. That's what you got to do. So I hit control and then spacebar? No, no, no. Listen to me. You go on. You go on the internet. You open up a browser. You go to www.jumpcrouch.com. They'll fill you in. You get all the info you need on how to get on that box, all right? All right. Check all right, it out. www.jumpcrouch.com. All right. Let me, let me punch it in here real quick. Hold on. Okay, okay. Oh! I just made it over this wall! I did- There you go, God. see? And this fucking guy just killed me on the other- And fuck this game. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Amazon Prime membership, like a trial, right? And I, I, I wanted to cancel it because I didn't think I really needed it at the time. I don't order that much stuff off Amazon on like pretty much everybody else on the face of the planet. And they're like, try it for another month. So I was like, okay, I'll try it for another month free, right? Another month of trial. Why not? And um, I was like, I could use some earbuds. And so I looked up earbuds on the Amazon store just to see like what kind of earbuds they have. And the highest rated earbuds were $9 with these Panasonic brand earbuds. And they have like 30,000 reviews or something like really ridiculous, like an, an extraordinary number of reviews, mm. five-star reviews. Like mm. they're super highly rated. And I was like, can't go wrong, right? And, and I was going to replace them with these crappy earbuds that I got when I worked at Roku. They used to have this fishbowl full of earbuds. You could just grab as many as you wanted. So I literally like grabbed airplane like earbuds? dozens of those. Yeah, basically airplane earbuds. So Ew. I get these Panasonic earbuds and they fucking suck. Like they, they do that thing where like when the cord wiggles, it goes like... And uh, the sound sucks. cuts out. Ooh, that sounds nice. They feel cheap. They kind of hurt in the ear, and they sound thinner and more raspy and crappy than the Roku earbuds. Mm. So that's terrible. So I, I feel like the lesson I've learned is don't listen to Amazon reviews mm. anymore. Like, like, unless it's it. about those uh, sugar-free gummy bears. Sugar-free gummy bears. Yeah, I was thinking about getting those for uh, an office party sometime. Don't those yeah. cause severe diarrhea? Severe Isn't that diarrhea. the thing? It's like uh, are, a cannon, basically, with what actually I read. Actually, a weapon of yeah. mass destruction. That's insane. How are they able to sell that? Like, does it contain some kind of laxative? It's the sugar-free ingredient they use. Caught is also a natural laxative, but apparently in high volumes, it's like an extreme laxative, like projectile. Oh. What's it called? Like severe diarrhea? Explosive uh, diarrhea. Explosive oh, okay, diarrhea. I was going to say projectile <laughs> diarrhea sounds like something I don't really want to be discussing. Ever. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a, a weapon. Yeah. A projectile diarrhea. You got to yeah. unlock that by getting 20 So if shots. you read the reviews there, people talk about their experiences of being in job interviews and all sorts of different things. Of Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, no. I think uh, I'm going to avoid the uh, sugar-free gummy bear page uh, best yeah. I can. Is that it's, sounds it, terrible. It makes for some good like reading. Like the reviews are really entertaining to read. Yeah, they're written like a <clears throat> like a story almost. Oh god. Yeah, there's a lot of that's horrible. narrative fun going. How's narrative. it going, everybody? It's good, good. It's been a while. It's been a little while, yeah. It's been we've been busy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Going on? it's been a long time. I feel like a zombie today. Life you happens. Look Brains. like a zombie today. You said that last time, I think. Brains. Last time you said I'm a zombie. I feel like a zombie today. I'm a zombie recently. Well, that's gotta, appropriate given the gotta, time of year. Yeah, it's zombie month. Is it? Uh, it's, it's October, uh, man. October. 
It's Halloween. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's Halloween. spooky time. It's horror movie season. Hey, speaking uh, of yeah. horror movie season, did you guys see It? We did. We saw It. We loved it. I, I loved, loved it. it. I, yeah, I thought it was it. great. I, it. I thought it was good. I, I, I'm a, I, I read the book, so book I always was have better. that complication. I didn't say that. The whoa, book whoa, whoa. Was better. But every time. There is that, I don't know, that's like an extra layer of complication that comes with seeing a a movie based after a book and whatever differences there are God, your expectations you kind of let are, the expectations ruin the stuff for you I think you let that control you too much it, yeah I guess I do I don't you know do, I think know. that's that's a pretty common human thing though is to let expectations sort of alter Maybe. your perceptions but that yeah. was a good movie they had that's a lot too of good bad I went into that thing with zero expectation and I walked zero out with a big smile on my face yeah the jump scares actually got me a couple of times mm-hmm. It was great. I and I loved how it was just so focused on the kids. And if, if you think about it, like a clown and all of the fears that they played off of in that movie are really childish fears. Yeah. Right. Like like a fear of a painting that you see, like a horrifying painting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or in your dad's or, office. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. That. No, I thought it was, was it great. was perfect. I really enjoyed it. And I thought Pennywise was a creepy motherfucker. I loved his like twitchy run thing that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I love that. Yeah, there was one scene that I won't spoil for anyone, but man, it made me literally jump out of my seat. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a well-made movie. It was very I, well done. I'm glad and to And how see... they inter- how they they do the horror scenes were really like they use like a different style for everything. It was really cool. Like I really I really appreciated like their methods of that. Sure, that sure. Movie. Like a lot of the kill, I mean, not kills, but a lot of like the fearful moments were such a throwback to the nightmare on elm street movies like just the way Mm. that they made them both comical and terrifying at the same time it was just so perfect and of that era of that 80s horror movie era um i'm excited for the next one yeah me too i like definitely to see the sequel i'm excited for the next one just because i want to see the adult story how how do they figure it figure it all out yeah i want to see how it all comes together i mean as a non it i don't know the story of it when I, well, I don't want to talk about it, actually. Never mind. Okay, you don't want to. Yeah. No spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers. Right. Let's uh, avoid it. Let's avoid it. Yeah. Next What's topic. call just came out this week. Blade Runner. New Blade Runner. It's getting pretty good reviews. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. I plan to see it this week for sure. Mm. So I will have a report on that next cool. episode. Maybe we should all just go see it. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, we get a little in and out. Yeah, we could. Oh. Or we could go get some deep dish pizza <laughs> at Blue Line. Go to Blue Line. So and get if we some get pizza. in and out of that, I might be willing to go see the movie. Like it'll be worth it for those food. Maybe maybe tomorrow. I don't know. That could be a thing to do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Bring your laptops and we can land it up a little bit too. In the theater. <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> yes. Well, there's a theater like within walking distance of my house. Oh, okay. So That's I'm cool. just trying to tempt you guys to come land. Because we've got an excellent land game that we've been smashing in lately. That's true. That's true. Mm, we have been. Yeah, we we played. So we did. Let's talk. Let's get into games we've been playing lately. We we played PUBG mm-hmm. at your brother's house. Yes. Or as Aaron calls it, Hunger Games for Adults. Hunger, Hunger Games, Games for, adults. for Adults. Yes. You yeah. know what I realized is there was actually a Hunger Games mod for Minecraft that was really popular like four or five years ago. Hmm. So this this mode goes even further back than Arma. Like I, people keep oh. talking about it as like originating Daisy. from Arma. What? Right with Daisy and Arma. Yeah, but I, I believe I, it's hard to say which came first. But I know there was a Hunger Games mod that was very popular for Minecraft that I even played a few times, but I didn't know what I was doing. Then hmm. the combat in that game was so Bad. lackluster; it didn't bring me back. But yeah, right. we've been playing a ton of PUBG. Yeah, PUBG. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we should brag about how well we did when we land that night. Um, how how many wins was it again? I think it was a whopping three, three in one yeah, sitting, three and you guys yeah. got four sitting. in one day. 
Yeah, we had four in a day. Yeah, we woke up that morning, played a duo round, won it, and then we came over to your house and we took several wins. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. It was yeah. the day of wins. So the thing that you notice about that game is how much better you get. Like how much of like a more an internal like skill and like improvement you make. Yeah. And we're gonna talk a little bit about systems of um improvement in games, sort of external and internal ones, but in this game, the only goal is to win, right? So there isn't, there's not really any goals to meet in the game, but like you get so much better at playing the game. Kevin and I played with some new players, first time mm-hmm. players, their first night. And because Kevin and I have played this game so much and we know what we're doing, we were able to take them to their first chicken dinner on their third match. We almost won the first round. Yeah, we almost won the first round. But the KAR did not kill that guy in one shot. That was, that was some bullshit. You know, I so read the first round. That the chance of winning your very first PUBG round is equal to the chance of being struck by lightning. Yeah. So apparently not crap. when you're playing with us because we almost won. Yeah, you guys uh, should go buy some like lottery tickets. Well, it wasn't your first PUBG round. No. And there's no way that either one of them would have would have won. won. First per- right, it's because they were playing with us. Or if they were in a duo. But sure. it's interesting because we're we observed that when, after playing that, the fact that we almost won, like a lot of it is tactics like more than just shooting skill like there's so much of the game is tactics so much of it is yeah it's completely your like is, your, strategy. Just, your strategy oh yeah there's just... the round that we won we didn't even have scopes or ars yeah yeah we went around i had the micro uzi the whole round aaron had a, wow. thompson. I had a thompson no wow. rifles oh, yeah. no ars yeah there's just like a whole like overlaying meta in that game like mm-hmm. that goes beyond just the individual tactics of like say taking a building like you're constantly looking at the number of players left like trying to determine okay when should i stop looting when should i ditch mm-hmm. the car exactly mm-hmm. where in this circle do i want to be placed there's just like such a interesting and engaging overlying game on top of the game that i feel right. like a lot of other competitor shooters just don't have it, yeah, it's so much about understanding how to move from cover to cover and not leave yourself exposed and not put yourself in yourself in a situation where you're going to be vulnerable and, and, and really capitalize. And on when that. you are vulnerable, how to deal with it. Right. Because dealing with vulnerability. Because there's times where you have no choice but to run through a field and circle's going to kill you. The blue's behind you. Right. You have to just deal with a bad situation with a bad hand, basically. Yeah. And, and there is some elements of luck. I think the round that we won, we got... We, we were the circle was somewhat favorable to us there were several yeah. teams who had to move more closer yeah. to us than we did to them mm-hmm. but yeah no it, it's so great it, I'm looking right now at the steam stats and that game is is f- less than four thousand players away from two million concurrent players today Wow yeah. wow which means tomorrow it'll probably hit that that two million concurrent players which will be a all-time record not maybe not even just for steam but for like Except for like leaving out like League of Legends or that Japanese, uh, Japanese that Chinese um, ten cent games. There, no, well, there's a Chinese game that's got a. It's a 1.6 clone. It's the most popular game in the world. It has like seven million concurrent players at any given time. Wow! Cause just because the amount of people in China that are yeah, playing it's called it, yeah. Flashpoint or something. Not Flashpoint. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's huh. it looks exactly like 1.6. It even like steals the sound and the animations. Oh really? <laughs> Yeah, no, I like just hit my 120th hour in PUBG, and I don't see myself slowing down. Like I was talking to Ken about it last night, and I think we both agree that like it's time for that new map. The yeah. current one's yeah. getting a little tired. Sure, but it's a great map. I love it. 
and I've only played about 60 hours, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's a bit, but right. um, I'm ready for some a little more content. I think I think something they really need in that game is a few more 762 rifles. Mm-hmm. There's only one that you can get in the world. So there's always this no, five five SKS and the AK. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's not an AR. It's a it's like a sniper. It's rarer. You said rifles, but okay. it's true. It's true. You don't find it that often. Yeah. But they need another AR that's that's yeah. seven six two. The AK like, is pretty terrible. I do not the like AK, that gun. I have problems with the AK. It is mm-hmm. good if you shoot it in single fire, but if you full auto it, it's horrible. Really I don't bad. full auto any of the ARs. No? Oh, the M four sixteen in in full auto is really good. That's the, the only one I've had luck, yeah. and that's only at close range. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, I, really, I personally really like the single shot on the M16. That gun, me too. Yeah, the M16 so is good. amazing. I think my finger is a little too leaden to play automatic with uh with any of those rifles. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I'm just gonna go I haven't had much luck with it. the scar. Seems decent, but the the AK does seem a little bit. I don't know. I don't love it. The Groza, however, oh, that's, oh man, that's that 762, right? It's M62, but it's a drop weapon. Right. I'm talking right. about weapons in the world. Yeah. Because there's because there, there's so many five five six weapons. There's always a five five six shortage. Everyone's always like, I need five five six. I need five, true. So many it, people are sharing nice it. To have a True. better division. Better what, division what other, of those ammos. They could put the AN ninety four. Yes, I was thinking the AN great. would be there. Probably coming. The AN would be like the perfect thing, like the seven six two version of the M sixteen. You know, right. it'd be it'd be awesome to have that the AN. two round burst. Yeah. That, yeah, that'll be real good. The AN would be great, or the uh, the uh, semi the submachine gun version of the uh, the AK. Uh, it's not the AKM. That's the rifle. It's the AKS. Uh, I don't know. Me neither. I forget. Uh, yeah, I don't know. More but guns, yeah, PUBG, That's more, more guns. More guns. More maps. New I mean, map. It's all coming pretty soon. I think, like next month. Actually, yeah. they said they want to do a single player mode. I read. Whoa, what? weird. Do they still want to get out of early access this year? Because they're running out of time. They are running out of time. I, I think that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to hit it like they'll probably like have an official hard launch on like December twenty fifth or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas. Yeah. Just in time for Christmas, just in time for Star Wars movies and Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Instead yep, of the you plane, guys... you're going to be riding in on Santa's sled. Santa's sled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard there's a Battlefront trial going on this weekend, a beta. Yeah, I got to play some of that. Kevin so got to play some of that. Yeah. Maybe you guys have been playing it. Yeah, it for maybe mind. a half hour. We like literally uh, just played it like before we started. So I played it. I played yesterday a little bit too. I played about maybe seven or eight rounds of it so far. Hmm. Okay. I maybe played like four, three or four. I don't know. Uh, what do you think of it, Kip? Um, in comparison to the first game, I actually like it less. Really? I had more fun. Really? With, yeah, I actually had more fun with the first game, which is weird because this game to me seemed like a, they were really trying to address a lot of the problems with the first game. Mm-hmm. But I, I did. It, it seemed like the weapon balance was a lot worse. Yeah, the classes I'm not sure about yet. I, I I'm not sold on them yet. I don't know. What did you think, Kevin? Did you like it? Well, we have to remember this is just the beta. Um, right. I liked it a lot uh, just from what I played. Um, I'm really excited for more maps and more modes. I want to see what the hero mode is like because, in all honesty, that's the only mode that I really had fun with in the first game. Yeah. The hero um, mode was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah. And the other one that was on the. Uh, oh, man. It was a, one of the first DLC maps they released. I can't remember the name of it. Um. It's the big, Jakku? Jakku, yeah. I really liked that one from the first game. Um, yeah, but me those, too. Are, those are really the only two things I really enjoyed about that one. Um, the, the beta map I'm enjoying, it's like kind of the payload idea, right? Where you escort the ship to the throne it room. It has a payload game mode? Yeah. It's basically a walker yeah. assault. Oh, wow. So basically it's like you have to push an objective forward. And the other team has these little consoles they activate. And if their consoles are activated for long enough, it weakens the payload. And then you can shoot it and damage it. 
How many game modes did they have in the original game? They had a few. They had a handful. I'm, I'm they had like Droid Run. They had real skepticism about having, putting so many game modes in these games because no one plays them. Battlefield DLC, like no one plays every them. game. There's one game mode, unless it's Counter Strike Source or TF2, maybe uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Any other game, you could, there's only going to be one. This is a game problem mode. back. I remember when I played COD4 on 360. Yeah. When you go to queue up for any mode outside of Team Deathmatch, there that was, was like... COD4, that was COD4. That was COD4. 22 million four. selling game. A huge game. Everyone played Team Deathmatch and no other mode. Nothing yeah. else. Hmm. You couldn't get Search and Destroy even hardly. And that was like the popular other mode. So I wonder what this Battlefront 2 is going to end up... Like, what's going to end up being its Walker saw, mode? probably. Because that's, that's like their Conquest-style big 64-player okay. mode. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, the hero mode, we had trouble finding servers even then. I, it's like, it was the most fun mode. Hmm. It was two teams have three heroes they have to keep alive. And whoever kills, whatever team's heroes die first loses. Yeah. And it was really fun, but I I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but, I don't know. So, I mean, so f- go ahead, Kev. Yeah. So it seems like the balance is is off. And I know, you know, this is a beta, right? But, you know, they, they they've had a multiple games they released at this point i think they'd have that down a little more by now you know yeah i don't know like the biggest departure that i've noticed so far is the hero system in this game and the vehicle system it's just kind of weird like it's not like the old old games where you can just run up into a fucking x-wing and take off and go for it which what is what ultimately i was hoping would happen but it didn't like, it's really yeah. weird. You have to earn points, and then every time you die, you can spawn as, like, a hero or a destroyer a droid or a ship or yeah. whatever using those points. And I don't know if I like that. I don't know. So, I think it might be better than the first games where you go pick up the little icon the drop. and everyone rushes yeah. for it in the beginning. That and, sucked, too. Ugh, that was bad. So yeah. it's weird because the first two games, are originally the ones by Pandemic, were basically, like, Star Wars Battlefield ripoffs right right but they were good star wars battlefield ripoffs they were really fun whereas battlefront from dice which is funny that diet the company they're ripping off is now making their games is much more simplified and like they've really reduced a lot of the what's what i like about battlefield down like there's no more squad like you can't go give your teammates ammo or health you can't revive them you can't spawn on them you can't be in vehicles with them like all of these team play aspects have been completely cut out of the game Hmm. i know people would probably say like well this isn't battlefield this is battlefront this is a different thing but to me, it doesn't add enough depth. It doesn't have enough depth if you want to keep playing it. Like I, like I, that's my problem with the first game was outside of that awesome hero mode, which was really cool and unique. It didn't really offer a lot of fun things outside of that. It was a really good looking Star Wars game graphically. Right. No, it was yeah. incredible. And I love Star Wars games. I, I've grown up. I spent my whole teens playing Jedi Outcast. Like I, I love those games. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of all of them. Really. You know what I wonder is. Are they dumbing this down on purpose to give to it a more mass market appeal because they have the Star Wars IP? Oh, absolutely. I think it's that. No and question. also, they don't want to compete with Battlefield. Yeah. Like, Battlefield's yeah, their flagship. They want to differentiate it. They want to differentiate products. it. And, and Star Wars is going to have is going to automatically have a much broader appeal. Yeah. So dumbing it down from from a like a purely capitalistic perspective makes a lot of sense. Just sure, as a battlefield sure. player and I, I I know that's like again you're like well you're just looking at it from the battle perspective and you're not comparing this game fairly. Right. It's just it's not it it doesn't hold me. It doesn't mm. hold my attention. 
it looked a lot like I just looked over your shoulder when you were playing yeah. it and it looked in a lot like Battlefield. It I mean, did. it's the same engine, it's the same. Graphics are really good. The graphics look incredible. Those, uh, that, those, those leaves and the birds is looking yeah, really good on that and I applaud them like, for all of their aesthetic design choices. It's really cool to see the prequel stuff, even though everyone hates on the prequels. I kind of like them for the video game settings because there's more weapons and ships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have the new the new Disney movies in there as well. Right. So it's cool they have all that stuff. That's people what we wanted for in the first game. I just wish that they had added more complexity to the in, in terms of terms of context of teamwork, depth, and and stuff. I was kind of hoping for more of that. Is what it going of, oh. to tie in the new the newer movie at all? Yeah. Okay. What kind of performance were you getting out of that game? Like it is so well optimized and yeah, it's that fucking engine. gorgeous. Frostbite, man. I uh, actually didn't have my FPS monitor on, but I, if I had to guess, I'm playing on my game on my laptop. My PC's dead right now, oh, so I've oh, been gaming right. on my on my laptop. Um, but it it was running at least 80, 90, 100 FPS. Yeah, it was running amazing. really well. Like I yeah. had it on the ultra preset. Uh, with the 4K UI, like everything completely maxed at uh, 1440p, and I was getting like the lowest I saw it drop to was 98 frames per second at the lowest. Yeah. Nice. So it runs really well. Yeah, really I mean, well, and it looks frostbite incredible. Engine. Frostbite. I mean, fr- frostbite engine and the new do and the new it engine are like the best engines for games. Yeah. It seems like no, maybe definitely. GTA 5 as well. Uh, well, the Rage engine. So you guys are. So I, it sounds like you're kind of for me. Kevin seemed like it cool, which is cool. But I, yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to buy it. Maybe yeah. maybe a bargain bin for yeah. me. But it, it'll probably be on Origin Access pretty soon. You've been looking for some great Origin Access games to play. So maybe yeah. six months Origin Access. Maybe. Oh man, I mean, I, I want it because now. it like it scratches that FPS itch for me that PUBG isn't quite reaching. Um, yeah. I mean, the, I know you guys are really into Battlefield. I don't like Battlefield. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's pretty known on this podcast and in our circles that. I cannot play a game that has that hard military, gritty, tactical right. aesthetic. I hate that garbage. It bothers me to a point where I cannot play a game if it has it. And that lined with just the 30-second lifespan shit bothers me so to a point where I can't I can't play more than 10 minutes of the game. For me, where- tactical is an off-putting too. But I do like that about that's when I'm more of a historical. Yeah, piece I think it's like a, a different look. I, definitely something like Clancy it's not like Siege or very, yeah, Counter Strike. Yeah. Is almost the epitome. Everybody's got their pink guns, their yeah. like pink camo <laughs> guns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of really good looking games, I think one of the best looking games of this generation came out recently, right? And it's it from a unexpected oh, yeah. area, like not the type of game that you would think of when Cuphead. I say that. But Cuphead, yeah, yeah. Mm. I I you even played that yet? Have you? I have played Cuphead. Okay. Not as I much as not. you. I've spent about an hour and a half playing it. I just got to the second world. Okay. Uh, so I've played it for, I don't know, maybe a few hours. All right. Yeah, a few hours. Two hours. Oh. Uh, hard game. It's hard. Hard game. It's, it's got that kind of uh, spectacle fighter or Dark Souls kind of thing. You have to like, learn the bosses' patterns, learn what they do, die to them a lot, and master their patterns. Reminiscent of 8-bit games. And defeat much. them in yeah. NES games as well. The game is filled with uh, video game references so far. I've seen a lot of them. From Sonic references to uh, Street Fighter references, uh, it's been it's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Graphics are incredible. I mean, just look look at any video of this game; it's they're, they look so good. Yeah, just watching it, it's yeah, it's funny. It's I've like heard a sixty lot of people... FPS, nineteen thirties animation. Uh huh. That's it looks so incredible. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Tell it, me a little it plays bit about well. the difficulty because I heard people who were upset saying it's too difficult. Like they saw the art style and the aesthetic, and they were really excited about it. But then they got their hands on this thing and they got decimated 
So it's it's in the realm of NES hard games. Not not maybe as hard. It's like Contra, really. Contra's way harder. Uh, here's I mean, the deal. You can take three hard. hits. You're going to die a lot. Like, I think there are games that, that you just are, are meant to die a lot. Some people... Don't like that. Don't like that. And so if, if, if you're going to... Like, it's not... You're never going to die and be like, wow, that was cheap. Why did I die? You're going to be yeah, like, oh, it's like in up. Souls where you die. And it's a very fair game. It's a fair game, yeah. So as long as you Generally, know the rules... Generally, it's a few moments of bullshit sometimes. Okay. But well, from my mostly very fair. Yeah, it seemed very fair. I think it is a hard game. It's going to be one of those games that you're going to have to bang your head up against a wall to make progress. Yeah. Which which some people love and some people hate. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, I feel like they've been pretty outspoken about that. It's something I've known about the game for a while, so it's not... Yeah, I knew they, they said it was going to be really hard. It's it's a hard game, and there is an easy mode that you can play, so... But it's it's a well-designed hard game. It's not just, mm-hmm. like, punishing to be punishing. It's punishing in that way that you defeat the boss. It's like, yes, like, in, right. you know, any, any of those good, fun, hard games. So. When I think of, like, the worst type of difficulty, I think of, like, Call of Duty 4 on, like... Aimbot enemies. Insane. Where they, yeah, you just come around the corner and you're instantly killed. Yeah. And like you just basically have to get lucky to proceed, yeah. whereas this is you just have to do it right. You just got to do it right. You have yeah. to solve their patents, you know, fix the, learn the boss's mechanics and defeat them. Well, That's basically one of the things that I found really interesting about this game is that, and I was telling you about this, like I wasn't sure if the music was going to bug the shit out of me or if it was going to be really cool. Yeah. And the music is great. It's really good. It's really good music. All, all the design, like the graphics and the music and the animation, everything are just so well done, the presentation of it. It's, I really like it. I'm, I'm going to definitely beat this game. Mm-hmm. I also like that it brings up. back the old school uh, style of the second player has a controller. They press start and they can just join the game. Drop anytime. in. Drop, drop in. Co-op. Yeah, co-op. that's good. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't we'll know have to try that. local co-op. That's local awesome. Co-op, yep. yep. That's Very icing on the too. cake. Yeah, grab your, so, grab your wives. So to the people who are unhappy about the difficulty, mm-hmm. all of the bosses offer regular mode and simple mode, so you can play them on simple mode. It makes the game a lot easier. Yeah. You don't have to play it on the normal difficulty, so you can make it somewhat easier. It's not like, you know, like it's Dark Souls where you have to play it on the only way. To, there's only one difficulty for right. the game. Right, and you can pause. And you can pause it, yeah. So it's, so, it's fucking easy. It's an easy game. Isn't it true, though, easy. that if you play it on simple mode, you're not going to see all of the content? You won't get the ending. Uh, oh, you won't see the ending? Yeah. I don't think that matters. I mean, you're going to see, like, so much of the content is exploring that Or the world. finale. That's what I understand. Huh. I'm not sure if that's a boss, maybe. Maybe that's a boss, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't tried it on the simple mode. I, I think most people who play a fair amount of video games will be able to, to deal do with the difficulty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't... I mean, again, it's there is a certain type of player that finds that yeah. dying multiple times is just unacceptable and if you're that kind of player you're not going to enjoy the game it's like do you like a game where you have to learn a boss patterns and then have good execution every like if you fuck up in your execution you're dead right right so it's it's you just have to basically have learn the boss's patterns and have good execution consistently yeah and you can do it i'd say it's comparable in difficulty to like hotline miami yeah like that's another game where you have to do very much the same sort of things you got to solve the puzzle and it's going to require several deaths but you the deaths are generally they don't take you too far back. You can take, no, they don't. Well, it's just one boss usually. Right. And uh, Hollow Miami, it's like you die one hit. <laughs> right. This game, you can at least take a hit. This, you get three hits. You get three hits. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you get items, you take more. That like we've seen such a change in the perception of difficulty in recent years in games that I think was brought on by the Souls series. Uh, hard it, games have become very popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. I think the rise of the Souls games. In concurrently, the the return of the roguelite and the roguelikes, they they both around two thousand eight two thousand nine. We get Demon Souls, we get Spelunky, we get the um, Super Meat Boy. All mm-hmm. of these games that are coming at that are coming out and sort of 
priding themselves on their difficulty and challenge. I think it's also the difficulty is a big part of it. It's also just the fact that the game is a mechanics-based game mm-hmm. and not a narrative-based game. Like all these games have narratives, right? But the the, 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 the chunk of the game is the mechanics of the game, mastering the mechanics of the game, right. mastering the execution of the game. Like that's, yeah. that's what a hard game really what makes it fun, right? Yeah. I, I also think all of that is a response to this sort of seventh generation video games where every game had to be telling a story right. and guide you to the end. And yeah. it was a third person shooter. Like, stuff. That's, e- that's why Souls was so good because uh-huh. it was that it just rejected all of that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, I've been playing a game recently that has an easy mode and there's oftentimes where I wish that easy mode was a little easier. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't expect this game to be, hard at all i think no one did uh, it's uh the mario and rabbits kingdom battle on the switch rabbits mm. fucking you up dude those rabbits are fucking me up something terrible <laughs> damn and, like, and you play a lot of xcom yeah, yeah i, I played a like lot of xcom and That's i've played a, a lot of like actual tabletop uh strategy games like warhammer but with rabbits i don't know if it's just that the enemies do a lot of damage or that they're very smart or if there is only one way to make you know to successfully do a battle but i was playing last night and i was playing a boss that i have been stuck on for the better part of a week and granted i'm only playing like a half hour here and there it's not really a sit down and binge type of game and i finally beat him on the game's easy mode um he was really cool i i think to kind of step aside from the difficulty for a second the this character this boss that you fight in the third world uh he is a rabbit but he is just such a great excellent character that i feel would fit right into the mario universe and i have to give uh ubisoft credit for uh for doing that but yeah man i must have fought this boss fight like 20 times and i kept dying on the normal mode um you have to first like try to fight a fight on the normal mode and then when you die or restart it then gives you the option to do it on the easy mode Mm. but a lot of these fights even on the easy mode they're still kicking my ass and it's Mm. just such a refreshing thing to see especially on a platform that's you know more catered toward the casual and something that's more accessible Yeah. yeah at least that's what you think right that's that's a thought. Yeah, it seems like yeah. But then, moving away from. But then you play bit. Zelda, and it's like this is pretty hardcore. Nintendo's getting comfortable coming back, making challenging games again. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Awesome. Like, and I, I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I don't want to go too far into it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to provide you guys with a whole overview of this game. But that's just one thing that has stood out to me was the sheer difficulty in that game. Right. And maybe secondary to that is the great characters and great moments that uh come about as well no that's pretty awesome Mm. i'm wondering one thing that was a big part of xcom is that it has this percentage chance thing where basically you could have a 98 percent chance of getting a shot and get that two percent and you miss and then your whole team wipes i know that Mm -hmm. rabbits doesn't have that but do you think that it balances this sort of difficulty intention in um in a different way yeah so rabbits does have that in a way um okay yeah so like if an enemy is behind a partial cover you have a 50 percent chance of hitting him and that's all they really do with that uh, if he's oh. behind full cover, of course, you have a 0% chance of hitting him. So it really is like XCOM, but boiled down to the very, very basics. But right. in saying that, I'm no means trying to take away from Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle because it plays so well within its own, you know, set of rules and set mm-hmm. of simplicity. 
and it is even able to become extremely difficult within those very simple, straightforward concepts, which to me, as someone who grew up playing tabletop games, is really beautiful. Like, think Mm. of XCOM as Warhammer 40k. You know, it's this Mm -hmm. big daunting thing with all of these rules, all of these mechanics. You know, the rule book for that game is 400 pages long. (laughs) And then each individual army has like a 200 page long rule book. So it takes you all day to sit down and play this game. Whereas Mm. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom is something more akin to like, I don't know, let's say... That game we used to play, Descent, right? It's much more accessible. It's very much more mm-hmm. pick up and play and mm-hmm. move. But it's mm-hmm. able to become extremely difficult and able to really push and challenge its player within this small set of simple rules. And it's just such a beautiful thing when a game can pull something like that off. I, I agree with that. It's always great when you have a game that's like focuses on being fun and accessible, but still mechanically complex and, and, and like not like but not where you have to read for hours to, to play it, right? Like, exactly. you don't have to become a master. Yeah. And you can yeah. just pick it up and play it, and it's still super fun and awesome. That's really, like, the Nintendo thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is the pick up and play and get get a deep experience. Like Mario Kart. Totally. Mario you know? Kart? Or, or, yeah, Mario Kart's or a Mario complex Or Mario Brothers racing. or Zelda. Or, yeah. yeah, any of those games. Smash, I guess. Smash, yeah. And what's yeah. cool is this isn't even a Nintendo game, but it feels no, like a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they sat over the shoulders of uh, whoever was making that. Oh, yeah. They had to have. pretty... I mean, that's that's the Nintendo way. They get those... They, they produce those games. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I heard you're playing a game from another famous Japanese uh, developer. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sega. So I... Sega. Sega. Wait, we should do it on three. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Sega. 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 So I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. I, I finished Yakuza 0 earlier this year, and that was... I had played Yakuza... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit on the PS3, um, and I liked it, but I never really delved into it. Like, I maybe played a couple of hours here and there, but I think I was just too young at the time, and it couldn't hold my attention span. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Yakuza 0 this year, I fell madly in love with this series and these characters right. and the storytelling that I binged through that game. Um, I mainlined it for the most part, 60 hours to get through the story, mm-hmm. but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, little did I know I would be playing yet another Yakuza release this year. Yeah, they put out two Yakuza games, games in two. one year. Yeah. yeah, in the US. Was it like translated from a... Was Did they both come out in Japan this year? Uh, I think so. They may have came out earlier in Japan because okay. I know in Japan right now they have Yakuza Kiwami 2 is out and Yakuza oh. Zero, uh, 6 is out in Japan what as well. The f- Dude, they're cranking no they those out things out games. left and right. Yeah, it's and insane. St- hmm. um, but those games are incredible. So I'm playing Kiwami now. I don't want to get too far into it because I can go and go and go about Yakuza. But uh, yeah. so it is Yakuza 1, which was on the PS2. It's a remake of Yakuza 1 that is using the engine from Yakuza 0. Hmm. And it's also taking a lot of the fighting mechanics and fighting styles from Yakuza 0 as well. Mm -hmm. And it's also focusing more on uh, Majimo Goro, which was a character. um, He had appeared throughout the series, but he was never really like a focal point from what I understand. However, in Yakuza 0, you play as him and he's one of the two main characters. So in this remake of the first one, they're kind of putting the spotlight on him a little bit more and giving you a little more uh, Majima, which is awesome because he's a fucking hilarious and great character. 
That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, that's only on PS4. That is only on PS4. Yeah, I, I've heard like millings that it might come to PC, but right now it's PS4. It's 60 frames per second, which is nice. Um, that is nice. It's a good layback controller game. Uh, there are definitely points where you're putting that controller down for 20, 30 minutes at a time to watch cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. I'm okay with that in this series because the story is incredible, and I am mm-hmm. not usually like a story driven person. Right. Yeah. That game, man, it is fantastic. Mm. That sounds good. It's good that shit. sounds really good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You I just bet. finished Horizon Zero Dawn? I, yeah, I've been playing a lot of games lately, man. Dude, Holy that's, yeah, crap. Yeah, how are you finding the time? Dude, I don't even know. I think I'm sleeping less is the thing. Oh, that yeah, could be. Yeah, I'm going for that like six hours of sleep at night, and it's Uh-oh. been okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm functioning perfectly and getting a okay. lot of games in. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Horizon Zero Dawn, I talked about this before. I'm not going to get too far into it. I right, did right. finish it. Uh, that one took me about 65, 70 hours. Um, wow, I mainlined it for the most part. Holy I did shit. do a lot of the side stuff, but I did not 100% that game by any stretch. Um, hmm. I did end up getting like the cool power armor that took some time, um, which is a side quest. Uh, but yeah, again, man, that game. The story was incredible. Like, I was weirdly playing that game for the story, which I normally don't do. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting what older you- and I'm, like, finding a new appreciation for stories and games. But yeah. the way that that story unfolds in Horizon, how they just kind of, like, have the carrot on the stick the whole time. You, you want to see more. And then, in turn, it's paired with great systems and great RPG elements. It, hmm. it keeps you wanting more. And a lot of the times it outwitches the Witcher. Really? really? Oh, yeah. I've heard that before, actually. What do you think is the uh, better PS4 exclusive, Horizon Zero Dawn or Yakuza Zero? Uh, depends. I think that's going to come down to the individual. Uh, for, 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 me, Kevin. for me, it's Yakuza. Um, only yeah. because like, I really like Japanese culture and the mm-hmm. language and playing those games, I feel like I'm in Japan. It's really mm. cool. Um, that sounds cool. I'd probably really that like is, that about that it awesome. too. Yeah, I think you would like it if you can bear with the story. Uh, I think I think you would dig it. But I think most people, honestly, are going to say Horizon is the better of the two. You can't really mm. compare them. They sound pretty different. Yeah, definitely what you're looking for. Right. It's good. Uh, shit. Awesome. All right. Well, let's let's move into a little news segment. Okay. We've got. Uh, some interesting developments in, has been. in the past week. One thing that kind of kind of reminds me of what you were just saying about playing Yakuza and feeling like you're in Japan. Assassin's Creed Origins, I believe is the name of the game, mm-hmm. which takes place in ancient e- Egypt. Egypt, has added a tourist mode where you basically walk through the landscape and you get little like... Like, you know when you go to a museum, you wear those little headsets that tell you about each of the pieces? Like, it's kind of like that. There's little information. Is it developer commentary? Yeah. Or is it like the world? No, no, it's it's, it's developer commentary, basically about the real life locations and oh, their history. Cool. So yeah. it's you you can basically just explore the entire world and learn all about it because it's all supposed to be somewhat historically accurate, right? Mm. That's that's always their goal is with these games. And I and for the first time, I found myself thinking, oh, I think I want to play Assassin's Creed just because that mode sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? It sounds like a cool mode. Uh, cool. I wonder how much how long it'd be fun for though. Well, yeah, I mean, it's probably... Would it be like hours. a half hour of... I mean, I, I, I would hope it's longer than a half hour. Yeah. But you go, you walk through the whole game world? Yeah, the whole game world. Well, that's pretty cool. And, and they'll tell you in-depth stuff. It's They're actually making it for schools, I guess, hmm. because people had already been using these games in schools 
as sort of like historical tourism things. To Assassin's sort of show no off. way, really? Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Wow, I just trying to picture like Desmond Miles and all that, and, and you know, Usergo Corporation or whatever. What? Yeah, just, just, yeah. The, just the Assassin's Creedy stuff in, in no, an no, educational context. They're using context. it just to show off the environments because the environments have always been very, rather well, well historically accurate. So, okay. yeah, the environments are always the best part of those games. Right, and that's why I'm yeah. saying this. Now there's a mode you can just skip the the bullshit gameplay and just get in there and check out the world. Mm-hmm. Walking can you simulator. climb? What? Can you climb and stuff? Uh, I don't know. Probably climbing to be part of Assassin's Creed too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, I've always felt like the better version of Assassin's Creed was uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, because it's got that you know Nemesis system. No, that's that's yeah, why yeah, that's the only one of those. It's the only Assassin's Creed game I ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the sequel's <laughs> coming out soon, next week, yeah, I believe. Comes out pretty soon. Uh, speaking of other things coming to PC, Neo once once the uh, the jewel yeah. of the PlayStation Four, 4 is now coming to PC. Yay! Yep. 4K support. Yep. Fucking everything. That's so I'm, I, it, they, what they've said is it's going to have the action mode and the movie mode. And, and what I've gathered from what they've said is that movie mode is 4K and whatever frame rate you can get. And action mode is 1080p 60. So I'm I'm wait, hoping. You're saying it doesn't have just traditional game settings? I don't know. That's I, I don't know. Whoa, that's weird. So knowing just based on other like Exceed games started to come to PC recently, like we got a... Uh, Earth Defense Force, I think three that came. So that game has like two graphic options, like it's like frame rate and anti-aliasing. That's it. Huh. Um, and that's that's common with Japanese games because they don't know they're not used to working with modern PC hardware and, right. and what what PC gamers want as far as graphic settings. Who's publishing this? It's not clear. Tecmo Koei, okay, not that's, that's Sony, obviously. Company, yeah. So yeah. I'm curious what we'll get. I have a feeling that it will run great. Yeah. My 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 pragmatic bet is that it's going to be 1080p 60fps or hopefully and hopefully not 4k 30 because that would be crappy but i'm willing to bet it won't have graphic options maybe i'll be wrong i hope i am wrong i I also hope it offers native ps4 support for direct input and not require ps4 controller you mean direct input ps4 controller native support like how tekken does and have it have the right inputs for it yeah because that's a game that i want to play on a ps4 controller only support xbox one because that would be weird because it's not even an xbox game so like Uh, i hope i would hope it would support same thing with fucking dark souls right yeah i mean i guess that is an xbox Dark Souls on xbox though this game is not on xbox it doesn't support the ps4 controller (laughs) no but um neo is a great game kevin you've played it i've talked about it extensively on a lot when i podcast called my name is neo right right, where i was joking right calling it that um, so I, I'm excited for this and they just finished all the last DLC came out recently. I'm glad I didn't buy those DLCs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm no, going to yeah. buy this game again. I'm glad uh, I didn't finish but, that game. <laughs> so me neither, actually. I'm glad, glad I didn't finish it. So the, the next, when they, when they released the final DLC, they released a new super hard dungeon called the Abyss. And, uh, in that dungeon you can play with two summoners. So you can have two phantoms with you. So it makes it a three player game, Whoa. which has normally only been a two player game. So that's really exciting to me because, uh, Neo is a very hard game. They offered a boss rush mode. I think it'll be for for me and my soul's friends a really good challenge and, and new fresh take Is on it co-op boss rush. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. So I, I'm that, that to me that's been the most exciting news of the past few months. Yeah. No, that sounds yeah. like definite reason to revisit Neo. I put like me. Yeah. I think I put like fifty hours into that game and I never finished it. It's crazy long. It's a long game. Yeah, it, yeah. it already had like 200 hours of content. It seemed like in the base game. We have three DLC packs that come with the, the Steam version and they, they, they're continuing to support it. Like this this is a game that unlike from software games, I think we'll get some life after it's, you know. Yeah, that's we good. Can, we can only hope. Let's hope the so, performance is good though. Like I, I think it will it be. Is. 
I, mean, I think it will be if they can get that thing to run 60 fps on a ps4 yeah that's true <laughs> i want 4k 60 on yeah, yeah PC. Me too. i mean that that shouldn't be too difficult because it looked pretty soft on the ps4 i'm on the stock ps4 model right. the 720p it yeah, stuff bad. was yeah wasn't yeah. great huh so that's again i'm excited i'm really excited for that that's 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 my favorite that's thing. good um too many also, games too this many week we games. got new intel processors i don't want to <laughs> get too in the Say weeks that, oh yeah the coffee lake so basically, I had, never been a better time to build a PC. Yeah, I decided like almost like a, a year ago now that I was going to get a Coffee Lake, and then I was thinking about getting the Skylake X when they announced that, but I decided forget that Coffee Lake, and then it comes out, and the benchmarks are amazing, and I maybe not going to get one yet because I have my gaming laptop, and that's great. But, right. Yeah. But no, they are really good. They're they're expensive. It really is a great time because the Ryzen chips are still strong and very competitive. The Intel chips are even more strong but they're more expensive yeah and, and it's just whatever you get like nobody's whatever you in every price range there's good cpu offerings mm-hmm. there's good gpu offerings ssds are still kind of expensive but i mean it's it's a good time to get mm-hmm. a piece really of gaming is. and you can see yeah. that by looking at the steam charts i mean yeah there's more people playing games on pc right now than yeah everything ever. feels it's, like much more accessible too like building a pc now is so much easier than it was building a pc 10 years ago or 15 yeah. years ago when you had hardware's more fair price there's more there's more stuff offered it's, it's true it's, it's it's pretty insane yeah it's a good time now it's a, it's definitely a good time um all right so we got a little bit of reader mail about we we had kind of thrown a lot of shade at destiny <laughs> in previous podcasts right. and so garrett wanted to know he said hey i really like these games um you know i think that the grinding is actually pretty fun and, and i really enjoy these kind of games so i wanted to respond to that a little bit and say you know first and foremost like this is a this is me just kind of talking about my personal taste and it's not, I'm not trying to say that destiny is a bad game. It's just that for me, that type of game is um, it feels exploitative in the way that it sort of encourages you to binge play. And, and I'm very cognizant of games that like, like, like if you ask anybody while they're playing world of Warcraft, do you enjoy this game? They're like, Oh yeah, I love it. I'm having a good time. But then if you show them, Oh, you've got 600 hours played. Do you, do, do you, did you, you feel like that was time well spent most people i don't want to say most people but a lot of people will say no some people will of course say yes and and for very good reasons again it's it's all taste but for me i've come to a point where the type of games that that encourage deep mechanical progression systems i am i'm kind of personally not that interested in them and i see why they appeal to people and i think that they're they can be rewarding and cool and have a lot of fun and great experience so i don't want to say that's bad it's just for me it's something that i think is is very time consuming in a way that i don't find rewarding yeah Mm. i've spent so much of my life on mmorpgs and i had a lot of fun playing them but i also had not time where i didn't have fun playing them so i i realized for myself i want to play a game for a the the the, the sole goal of playing the game is that i'm enjoying playing it Mm -hmm. not that i'm playing it for a goal to get a piece of loot so I can have more fun or, you know, just these, I don't want to, ha- I want to play the game like it's a job. Right. I, after doing my 40 man raids in World of Warcraft, spending like eight hours a day in Zulgarov and Blackling Lair and, and Molten Core, I was like, you know what? I've done this enough. Like, I don't need to do any more of these video game raids. It's cool. Like, I understand why people enjoy them because you're, because team play is fun and it's, it's, they're all about team play and coercion, how team works together and everyone does their role well and stuff. But I'm just, I, I don't want to do that anymore. So for me, the same reason Destiny. Interestingly, Destiny is not even as much MMOE. It's really more like a narrative kind of co-op loot game. So, and, and it's not just Destiny. We, we've kind of seen a shift in MMOs moving from massive games that are all about player interaction and player-driven 
you know, story yeah. drill, storytelling and player driven sort of conflict to being cooperative, um, grindy, mm-hmm. like dungeon crawlers, mm-hmm. which, and there's nothing wrong with a cooperative grindy dungeon crawler. It's just, don't call that a fucking MMO. Even World of Warcraft has gone from being a game mm-hmm. that's all about having a whole bunch of people in a big world to yep. putting people in private instances. They changed that. Wrath of the Lich King their list started to change in World of Warcraft. Yeah. And they started seeing these long cutscenes after like doing certain quests, like mm-hmm. long cutscenes. They're well done cutscenes, mm-hmm. of course, they're Blizzard games, but so it, they, the shift I think was around that time, I noticed. So it's it's interesting to hear you guys talk about this. So I've never played Destiny. Um, I would give it a shot, honestly, because um, I don't want to bash anything that I haven't right. tried. Um, I've only played the first game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I also say I haven't played Destiny either. So I'm, I'm not actually. I'm more condemning or not condemning. Just speaking about my my sure. thoughts on that general style. Then I, I, I can't speak to Destiny so much. Sure. But I, care. I I have in turn played a lot of MMOs. Um, I've also played like a lot of MMO shooter games. I mean, there was an MMO shooter before Destiny it was called Global Agenda, and mm, we had right. a lot of fun mm-hmm. playing that game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, the MMO and the loot shooter and the Diablo style game, it is it's all based off what you make it right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a grindy grind vest i mean it, if you choose to play it that way and you want to min max everything and max out your character sure like that's an option you can do but you can also go in casually and do the quest and enjoy the story and enjoy the shooting which i hear is phenomenal in that game um so it doesn't have right. to be this like oh grind hardcore thing and that's what I feel uh, is the problem with a lot of MMOs because people go in with that mindset that they have to grind and they have to have a hardcore time. Um, yeah, yeah. The other aspect to this that I see in MMOs is it isn't always really about the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, my best experience in MMOs and in multiplayer games and even like tabletop games like D&D has all been the social aspect. And I hear a lot of people talking about Destiny saying that it's the ultimate hangout with your friends game. And I'm speaking from experience here and especially speaking experience with you guys, my friends, uh, who I played a lot of these style games with. uh, I think we've gotten a lot of enjoyment out of it. I mean, like, look at what we did in Grand Theft Auto Online. Like, I played fucking 400 hours of that game with you guys, (laughs) and half the time was grinding, yeah, which, you know, we were doing for progression, and it was We had a blast, though. That game was awesome. But, yeah, we had a lot of fun goofing off and just hanging out, like, sitting on top of Chiliad and taking screenshots Mm -hmm. and having conversations, and I hear Mm -hmm. Destiny is really, really great at that. So Mm -hmm. that, I think it deserves, you know, a light, a spotlight shined on that. Because right. a I, lot I think of games can't accomplish that. I do Social always, I do gaming. love the community aspect of MMOs. Yeah. That's that's really my favorite part of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have the problem is once you've spent 200, 300 hours with it, like you you, you want to like progress, right? Like you want to get to a point of where you can do this or do this or do this, and then I, sure. I also think, and I, I want to get back to that first point that you said. A lot of these games, particularly games designed by Blizzard, but also from, and I could be wrong about this. It seems to be true of, of Bungie as well are intentionally designed to manipulate human psychology with and they have a ton of research going in them to for to so sort of encourage people in not so subtle ways to play this sort of min max style mm-hmm. and i know that not everybody is is necessarily going to be receptive to that i find that i am and I, it, facebook mm-hmm. does the same sort of things yeah. all the social media are trying to find ways to encourage time spent with the platform mm-hmm. and 
it's one of those things like like if I look back the time if somebody could show me like hours spent looking on Facebook I, I'm pretty sure I'd say I would have rather spent my time banging my head against a wall than, than whatever it, you know mm-hmm. uh, and it's not something I feel when I think if I look at the time spent playing Dark Souls or yeah. Bad Company 2 or, yeah I don't have any regrets um, on that but to the social space thing I, I think you you raise a really an excellent point that yeah these some of these games and, and that's probably true of Destiny that was definitely true of, of like some of my favorite times in MMOs when we were playing in White Sands, just going around killing people, yeah. right? Yeah, Tartage. Like, Tartage. and Age of Conan. Age of, and, Age of Conan, uh, I had a blast. And I actually don't regret much of my time in that game. Right, I no, love. Yeah. And I didn't play that game. game very long, so that's I probably played thirty hours of Age of Conan, so I could be like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and I think right now PUBG is is an incredible game mm-hmm. for like really great. The, the only problem, even with, though it's with, not, there's the no thing that time. Destiny offers that PUBG doesn't offer is it offers a persistent hangout space. Right, so like yeah. you and your avatars can go hang out. Yeah, and I really value that, and that's a big part of why I was excited about us playing that Larian game. Uh, what's it called? The Divinity. Game? Divinity, because right. I spent so much time in Amateur Nights, DMing, hosting a server, doing all that stuff, and role playing, and then also just hanging out with people in in, in the virtual world. I love doing that and spending my time doing that. Yeah. So I'm like, for me, like I had a I similar totally. experience in uh, Ultima Online 15 fucking years ago. I was playing that game and yeah. I played that game for a good like four or five years straight of my life every day playing that game because I was, yeah, the combat was, I mean, the combat was garbage, but the systems were really good and the RPG elements were bar none, but I yeah. had made friends on that game. Uh, friends that I've never met in real life. I don't talk to them anymore, but at that time they were my closest friends and just hanging out with them and being in this fantasy world with these people was just such a cool experience in itself that I can't get from a game like PUBG or I can't get from a Battlefield or a Call of Duty. Um, I did get it from GTA, but... Because it's GTA you can do it. It's because all of the... Because they're not... MMOs and us that don't always have this competitive nature. It's not right. a contest. You're not trying to win. Yeah. You're just like hanging out. Like it that was, was a big part of why I, like I said, I spent a lot of my teens playing Jedi Outcast. Right. Was because that game was like everyone would hang out and talk and then do some duels. But it was like a big part was like hanging out and doing just screwing around on the map. Even though it was a Quake Three tiny map, like I spent thousands of hours playing that game yeah that's and, a big thing that's been lost with the move to matchmaking because it used yeah. to be you would go to a server you go to and a server and hang out their favorite servers yeah and you would see the same people there every day yeah. go to the and, clan you know, server be playing call of duty or yeah. Medal of honor and and everybody would just shoot the shit and just talk and even though we'd be playing wouldn't be playing that seriously and it was a very much a it was much more social and there's something that's really it's, been lost it's true i agree with that and that's something i hadn't really thought of about because that's kind of like when you play Battlefield, you're just shooting some nameless idiots. Like you don't right. know who they are. They're just people that, they, that you have no. They're just like might as well just be Except hard. For Grand Seaman Wizard, I see that guy all the fucking time. Yeah, I don't see him, but um, but Grand Seaman Wizard. Yeah, but but <laughs> yeah, it's true that back with the, there was like a community. It was like when I was younger, it felt like it was less competitive and less toxic because of it wasn't matchmaking because it was like a community that you go hang out with. And Ma- like you, no you, matchmaking, and it was something I noticed right away when I got my Xbox 360 ten years ago. Now was yeah. like, hey, I don't get to choose where I play and who I play with. Unless they're my immediate friends, and there was something to like, like every server was kind of like a neighborhood bar. Yeah, back in the day, where no, you're like, true. oh, I'm gonna go to this server, and it's got these douchebags. Yeah, and maybe we we, ha- we shoot the shit or we we talk trash. Yeah, uh, I, really, I I like that. I think that's maybe a big part of why I don't like playing competitive games that much anymore. Is yeah, you're just playing against people who are just trying to win. That's it's their only goal is to win. Yeah, because they're faceless people. They don't know you. They don't. They, you have no nothing to do with them. But you're just there to win. Right. And it's more competitive and not as friendly no, or fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something. Think about I, it. You're turning lament. your uh, voice chat off ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, ninety nine point nine nine nine. Yeah, hundred percent. I will say, Discord gives us a comparable social hangout space. We can just get on Discord, right? But that's why, like, it's not that I, I don't like competitive games. I just don't like playing as competitive games that I have no, the people I don't have anything to do with. Like, I like playing as you guys, like playing CS you guys, individuals. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's because it, because it, I don't know what their motives are, and it often to me feels like if they're trying to just to win to be unfair, and, and, sure. you know, it takes me out of it. To yeah. get back to Destiny, uh. If if it, if it gets cheap at some point, I would be interested in checking that out. Uh, however, we are going to be doing something regularly. This is, is this, are we ready to announce this? Yeah. Let's okay. In October, starting uh, second week of October, we're going to be doing Tuesday night streaming at about nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time, and the streams will be on YouTube and Twitch at the Jump Crouch Twitch TV. We'll have a link for the YouTube in the description. Um, and we're gonna st- we're gonna start for the first few weeks. We're just gonna be doing PUBG, but we're gonna start playing a complete playthrough of Divinity to Original Sin, uh, which Sinity. I'm super excited to get into that game. Yeah, me too. I've never played a Divinity game, but I'm very Divine. very excited. Yeah, Aaron and I tried a little teeny bit of it. We just yeah, we just just got a sniff of it. But it seemed really cool so far. It gave me a lot of Neverwinter Nights vibes, which I nice. love because I love Neverwinter Nights. Love yeah. Neverwinter Nights. It's like Neverwinter. So, so what are the but things? Turn based. Like, the earliest games to really have this like radical freedom and systemic interaction were these old origin games, uh, Ultima and the Gold Box games, and this is very much in the vein of that, like pre System Shock, even just like yeah, f- like just radical freedom. Do whatever you want. Kill just, anyone, any NPC. Yeah, you can kill any NPC <laughs> in the game. Uh, so I think we can have a lot of fun with that. I think we can create a lot of bayham and it'll be, that'll be really interesting so check that out every tuesday night nine o'clock pacific standard time the jump crouch dot twitch tv.com is that right that's I think so. right uh, twitch TV. figure think, out twitch go on twitch the jump twitch crouch. and search jump crouch yeah um, there it is. all right one more thing i want to talk about we're going to have a new segment every week or every episode called games from our backlog where i here's what i was thinking we each propose a game from our backlog that came out maybe this year but maybe years past that we want to play that we, we wouldn't find time to play otherwise. And then we come back and we have a little bit to say about it next week. If we don't, if we fail to play the game, we, the, the, the loser, the person who fails to play the game, has to do some streaming time. Okay. The game streaming of the other time. two's choice. Okay, I was okay. going to say the loser has to chug a nasty beer on the air. That's too much money. No, I think streaming time. No, I think nasty an hour beer, stream- like slits. Schlitz. Schlitz. Yeah. Schlitz is great. No, you have to chug a slitch, a Schlitz, while streaming. Chug uh, a switch. I, I like this. I like. Okay, I like the streaming. Force them to stream. Stream yeah. hour a week. You got to make it more interesting <laughs> than that. But no, it's a game that we choose. So we could be like Kevin. You got to do an hour of Battlefield One. Oh no! That's <laughs> fucked up. I hate that fucking. Okay, okay, See, I like that. Uh, it's oh, yeah, that's good though. Okay. And you guys could be like Aaron. You got to play. I don't know. Battlefront One or something—I don't know what would be a good game, and I would—I'm not sure, but yeah, we can figure it out. So, what do you, do you guys have some ideas that you might want to of a game, a game in your backlog you want to get played? I have a game that I, I can tell you guys to play. What? Near. Near. Yeah, Near is. I'm not going to put that for this week, but that, did you that, beat it? I have to play that, so maybe I should just pick Near because I need to do that. I'll, I'll say Near. Yeah. Oh, I didn't beat it. I beat it three times. Three endings. Got to keep beating. You got to keep three beating major it. Endings. Yeah, I like that game. I don't like the combat, but that's mm. another. Keep going. That's another. Uh, just put it on easy mode and just be get to the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard people doing. Yeah, it's just yeah. I do like it's it. Right. I do like it a lot. 
I don't like the combat. But what's your? It's a good game. I'm not trying to take away from that game. This is just a weird personal Kevin thing. All right. Yeah. What, what, I, so near for me. I'm gonna put that down on my list here. Aaron's picking near. I am uh, gonna play Sultan Sanctuary. That's cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Mine will be a uh, Titanfall two single player. Ooh, you're in for a treat. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a short one, I think it'll too. Be good. All right, yeah, those, those mm-hmm. are all good. You could get that done by easily. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to beat near by the next podcast recording, but I, I would no. like to put some hours in there. Cool. All right. So I think that that about wraps it up, kids. Um, follow us on Instagram, The Jump Crouch. Find our Twitch TV, which we'll be streaming. We'll be streaming uh, very soon. Lots of PUBG. And even after that, Divinity Original Sin complete playthrough. Check out the jump the website jumpcrouch.com uh follow our son twitter jump, the jump crouch follow me on twitter media by aaron at media by aaron and um i don't know if i got anything else for you send us an email at uh mail at jumpcrouch.com yay mail us we'll answer your questions leave us an a hey, if you're if you like the show and you want us to make more episodes and you want us to continue to grow please leave us an apple iTunes review. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate that. We will read all future iTunes reviews on the air. Matter of fact, I'm going to read one right now. Garrett says, Jump Crouch is an excellent gaming podcast with a charismatic crew, great sound quality. Um, Thanks, everything Garrett. you'd want in a gaming podcast is here. Each episode, the group discusses recent games they've been playing and ones they're anticipating slash excited to get their hands on. Their enthusiasm Game knowledge, experience, and analysis towards games draws you into their conversation and makes for a very enjoyable podcast. Uh, hey, Garrett, thank you so much for writing us and leaving us a review. We really appreciate it. Thanks, dude. We got a t-shirt coming your way. Uh, all right. I think that's it for this episode. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing you guys in two weeks. And look out this week, next week, and every Tuesday at 9 o'clock for our live streaming. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's what's up. Snoop Lion, I also believe that I am Bob Marley reincarnated.